Richard Arnold, Stateside, morning. Good morning, Mike. So we've got 24 more hours. Yeah, uncertainty, though, hanging over this hostage release effort as these exchanges extend for at least one more day. The two sides agreeing to this just minutes before the truce was set to expire after disagreements over which hostages would be freed. The terms of this latest are the same as before. Ten hostages released and 30 Palestinians freed from Israeli prisons in return. The last group of hostages freed included another American. So two Americans now have been released. The Biden administration unsure how many actually remain. They believe there are initially seven to ten. President Biden has welcomed the release of a 49-year-old mother in this group. Layat Benin is safe in Egypt. She's crossed the border. I talked with her mother and father. They're very appreciative and uh, things are moving well. She'll soon be home with her three children. So what next? Tensions uh, really seem to be growing between the two negotiating sides and two Palestinians were involved in a shooting attack in Jerusalem. Uh, this day, three Israelis were killed and there was a raid in the West Bank as well with two Palestinian boys killed. Hamas says some 15,000 Palestinians have died in the Israeli uh, retaliation for October the 7th. Of course, no way to confirm those numbers. Still, it is many thousands, obviously. Meantime, Tony Blinken, the US Secretary of State, is back in the Middle East today and Biden envoy Bill Burns still is in counter where the fate of these hostages is being negotiated. Biden continues to seek the continuation of the hostage program. Uh, there has has been initial agreement on the categories of people who could be freed if there are more exchanges. It could go all the way through to the Israeli soldiers held captive. So that would be significant. But beyond that is the question of how this war ends as Israel's Prime Minister Netanyahu has become increasingly unpopular in his own country. The long-term concern is that Palestinians basically have no political organisation beyond Hamas who could take charge. So uh, could there be a United Nations force with Arab countries uh, involved, a peacekeeping uh, force with the U.S. also participating? That seems to be the Biden thinking right now, but there is a long way to get from here to there. One other sidelight, Elon Musk, right? Boy, mm. he's been playing corporate damage control, is that what you would call it, after one of his posts on X or Twitter or whatever was seen as anti-Semitic. So he went off to uh, Israel on a seeming apology tour as many advertisers suspended campaigns on his social media site. Now Musk says this was all a media blame blowout. It's always the media, right? So Musk now has used the crude insult to slam the advertisers to his site. Here's his comment. You don't want them to advertise? No. What do you mean? If, if somebody's going to try to blackmail me with advertising, blackmail me with money, go yourself. Yeah, go bleep yourself, says Musk, to Disney and Apple and IBM and on and on and on. Yeah, that'll work, won't it? Yeah, it'll be very successful. Henry Kissinger, I'm just reading Rolling Stone, Richard. They didn't like him, but a lot did. Yeah, praised and reviled, you would have to say. And living to 100, it was a remarkable life in many ways. He advised 12 US presidents after his family fled from Germany and the Nazis. He secretly engineered the Nixon opening to China, famously, and even as a centenarian met with President Xi in Beijing in July... Uh, he held the titles of both Secretary of State and National Security Advisor under Nixon. So that was a rare thing, even though he said of their association... It was a very curious relationship because 
we were not personally very close. And then there was that voice, right? Uh, there is also the Vietnam debacle. Kissinger was accused of breaking international law by pushing the secret carpet bombing of Cambodia, now Kampuchea, in 1969 and 70, when there were tens of thousands, tens of thousands of bombs dropped and never any confirmation of the number of civilian casualties. He negotiated the Paris Peace Accords that ended the uh, US and Allied war in Vietnam, kind of, as uh, U.S. and other troops were being killed, they discussed the size of the peace table with Vietnamese negotiator Le Duc Tho for about a year and a half. Here's the briefest account of that. Uh, it was recognised at a triangular table with the North Vietnamese at one edge and the Americans and the South Vietnamese on the others would imply that the communist side was outnumbered. North Vietnam suggested four tables arranged in either a circular or a diamond pattern. The U.S. wanted two rectangular tables. The North Vietnamese counted with a round table. Then the South said that would be a no-go because it would suggest everyone was equal. So the Russians came in and said a round table with two smaller rectangular tables for secretaries, no more than count them 4.5 centimetres away, would work. All this, of course, while thousands of people were being killed. So diplomacy, right? Exactly. All right, mate. You have a good weekend. Appreciate it. Richard Arnold, stateside. Our United Auto workers reminding us the value of unions are launching an unprecedented campaign this morning in the States to organise now 13 non-union automakers. So uh, they got the big three across the line, of course, with astonishing deals. So now they're after 150,000 other auto workers, BMW, Honda, Hyundai, Lucid, Mazda, Mercedes, Nissan, Rivian, Subaru, Tesla, Toyota, Volkswagen and Volvo. You're all in the gun. For more from the Mike Hosking Breakfast, listen live to News Talk ZB from 6am weekdays or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio.